welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review Only Murders in the Building Season 3 for your asses. My name's Wayne. And my name is Paul. Straight to it then for what has proven to be a very popular show. Damn right. Premieres on Hulu in the States and over here it's on the Star Network as part of the Disney Plus channel slash app. Hmm. It of course is created by John Hoffman and Steve Martin and stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez and then a bunch of other people in this third season including Paul Rudd. Paul and Rudd. Meryl Streep. Dude. Wayne, give us a very quick synopsis, if you can, to sure. cover this uh, 10 episodes per season, now three seasons deep, crime comedy show. No problem. At the end of the second season, it seems like things are starting to go right for the three you know, people in, in, in Only Murders. They wrapped up another murder, and there was a bunch of stuff going on. And then uh, Martin Short, I mean, whatever that guy's name is, has a new Broadway show starring Oliver Putnam, Oliver Putnam. and he's Putnam, starting Putnam, sorry. Putnam, Putnam. He's uh, he started a new Broadway show, and at the very end of the last season, you see that Paul Rudd, who is playing Ben Glenroy, has come out on stage to do his debut, and the whole there's a packed house and all sort of shit, and then he just drops dead, and that is what serves as the front or the, the the premise of this entire season. People are figuring out what is happening, who killed whatever in Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. Meryl Streep's in it because she's uh, someone who just drops in and she's part of the cast. And I don't know really how to talk about this without giving anything away. Yeah, so look, this obviously in any kind of crime murdery show, spoilers are a big, big thing. And I don't think there's any way other than to, honestly, let's just do this one minute. Did you like season three? Because this one thing you mentioned, you forgot to mention, sorry, is that they are podcasters. Of course, sorry. So yes. The premise of the entire show is that they're podcasters. Oliver and Mabel. Hayden and Mabel, they are all fans of true crime podcasts and decide to create their own when there's a murder in the first season in their building and it gets a huge following, including some very obsessive fans, which is quite a funny very side funny. story of the first funny. season. And the second season, they, they do another season on another murder and now there's yet another murder and they take off again, though this time the script, if you will, has them going, sort of being separated a bit, which is something I kind of expected for the second season. They often do there, but they didn't. They mm, saved it for this one. Yes. So, yeah, it's huge spoilers to talk about anything beyond probably the first couple of episodes. And even then, there's probably a spoiler in the first episode. It definitely so is. So we're just going to spoil the shit out of this show other than to say, did you like season three and where does it rank for you so far? Good question. Uh, I did definitely like season three. I still love watching these folks do their stuff. I would say in terms of ranking, it's really hard because I cannot remember a lot of things because I'm old. <laughs> so um, I remember loving the first season and probably for me because of all that, it's the best one. Yeah, this I don't disagree. Yeah. It was new and it was refreshing and it was and no, no one expected it to be like this thing that it was. That's right. This one is a slightly, like it has a different flavor this show because it mostly happens in a theater. Yes. And for that reason, it's fresh and new. I think, I'm not sure if it's the second or third best for me because it's the most fresh in my mind. So it seems like it's better than the third, the second season. So maybe it's this is the second best season. Very boring, but I think I agree with you yeah. in, in all facets yeah. that you've just described. I think this is probably the least funny season for me. Yes, I only record one really laugh out loud funny that I had, which was a Steve Martin thing. Oh, really? Because yeah. I chuckle all the time at Oliver and his put downs, particularly towards Steve Martin Hayden. Yes, good point. Actually, uh, there's yes. a lot of that that really makes me chuckle. And so, yeah. But I agree with everything you said there. And I, you think with my 
dislike of mu- musicals mm. and musical theatre and that kind of thing that I wouldn't like this, but I actually, there's a right amount of music in this. I'm very surprised. It Paul. doesn't go over the top with Because there's a bit in here. Well, but there's not a lot. When, well, you, when you factor in that this is basically 250 minute, 260 minute show, there's yeah. probably 10 minutes of music. Well, that's the thing. It's contextual. Yes. Like they're not actually giving you a performance. That's they're right. showing you what's happening during the performance. So it's, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And there's always, there's always interspersing, cutting in something else, yes. some important information. Very so. important. So yeah, I really dug this as well. I didn't, love it because mm. I don't think it was funny enough yeah but I dug it and I enjoyed it and I without spoiling it yeah. I picked most of the ending at a Did time you? to feel smug about it but not too early where it would have been like well this is stupid yeah so yeah good call yes there was a few red herrings here and there and this is the funny thing about a show like this I'm not necessarily trying to second guess the writers I'm just sitting there going make me feel good I'm just kind of going, Fair let enough. me see why, like, enjoy. Whereas I approach it as a bit more of an active course, project, like, can I pick what's going on? And it if I don't, if you surprised me, if you pulled the rug out from under me, then then more props to you. And it didn't in this no. occasion. So I guess maybe that's another reason Has why. Has it ever? I think the first season, I, I, yeah. I didn't see it coming. The first season was a little unusual, yeah. But this one, I not the particulars. Like, obviously, I'm not saying I got everything down pat, but... The general vibe of what was going on, I picked it very, very early and I have to give credit to my wife. It made an innocuous comment very early on that got my brain ticking in a mm. certain direction. Or maybe, no, I think it was me saying it to her and then she reminded me of it later. Yeah. So, yeah. One thing I will say about this season is that something that's nice about it is that Selena Gomez, rather than being this sort of Gen Zer who's just knocking the other two old guys, she, you can tell she genuinely likes them. Yes. You know, and it's sort of a fun, it's, it's more like... um. And these guys are completely her dad, you know, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. Thank, thankfully, they're not playing any kind of romantic subtext. If they subtext. did that, I would hate this show. Yeah, yeah it would be awful. Right? Forget about it. Yeah. Right? But like, that's why it's kind of cool. So, uh, yeah. No, the, 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 the interaction is friendlier and more fun, whereas it was more adversarial at the very beginning because they were like, she was like, who are these guys? And they don't necessarily know each other. They just all mm. like the same podcast, you know? So, it's I like it better. All right. Well, look, I'm going to hit the, the spoiler button hit there. It. We are recommending it. If you've seen the first, if you haven't seen the show and you're at all interested in a, you know, show about podcasters or people forming a podcast to investigate a murder and that sounds like your bag then get into it because it's well worth your time i believe and it's you know they're they're about half an hour 25 minutes to 35 minute episodes which is great every show should be like that (laughs) well these days sure i get where you're coming from there so yeah that's a big recommend from the countdown let's get into particulars on the other side of this spoiler warning you can't handle the truth and the truth is that this is coming back for a fourth season has been announced. Really? Yeah, so that, hence Excellent. the very end of the show we get, like we did at the end of the second season, we get the murder that's going to spark things off, which again, they played a very, I didn't believe for one second that they had killed Steve Martin off. Oh, no. Wait, oh. when? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet, oh, no, it was, I, well, I was like, oh, what's happening? I just want to know what happened yeah. next, you know? So um, that, and they only put you on that line for like six or, or ten seconds. And went, yeah, oh, no. the very tail end of yes. that show. But that's not the important thing. The important thing is this mystery and who murdered Ben Gilroy. Gilroy. So how did you think this season played out and what did you like? And what did, if there was things you didn't like, what were they? Okay, so first of all, the best thing was I, I was like, Meryl Streep is in this, man. This is such a get. And you know what? I agree. Just watching her play... And watching her be the way she is, and and she's even singing and amazingly well. Well, that that's what blew my mind. I'm pretty sure that is her singing. I'm right? pretty sure it was as what well. What a threat, dude! Are you kidding me? One of the me? finest actors of her street. generation, and she can not only she can sing the fucking house down as well. Not only that, she's acting while she's singing because a lot of a lot of a lot of the scenes here is her doing that that song about being a baby mama or yes. whatever, right? and like. You can tell she's emoting because her son is in the is is in the in the production, right? Yep. You're supposed to, as an audience member, see that she's actually kind of singing it to him, but it's 
about the her, her audition for the show. And even the first thing where she first turns up, she's supposed to be a ring-in kind of, oh, you know, and then she just nails the audition. And from memory, the very first episode starts with her narrating, right? Because that's a device this show uses. Yes. Different characters will. Just narrate. Even bit part characters. Exactly, the guy with the glasses, yeah. The guy with the glasses, and then there's another one where sort of a, a very red herring suspect is narrating the episode for yes the the asian chinese american yeah. asian chick yeah so and then she's ruled out and therefore we don't really see much of her after that that's right and that's why it was cool so first of all my first thing is i'm like i can't believe meryl streep is doing this and secondly i can see completely why she's doing this i bet you it's a fun set like if, if you're in your you know well, you think about some of the cameos here matthew broderick coming in matthew broderick, that bro- was a hilarious moment that was what is like he's funny you stole ferris bueller from me yes <laughs> That was Hayden Church's Savage. Hayden Savage Church's funniest moment. The whole so good, bit. and also Matthew Broderick is a um, is a staple in Broadway after the producers because he was he was yes. the lead in that. So for him to be like, it really meant something. For it's almost like well, Nathan Lane turning, you know, what I mean? like it's it's that kind of thing. So it was a really cool thing. Hayden Church, I'm thinking of it. Thomas Hayden. Thomas Ch- Hayden Church. Hayden, Hayden Savage. Sorry, Hayden Charles Savage. Hayden Savage. Charles, yeah. So and then for him to turn out to be the worst, most annoying cunt of an actor because he just pulls everything apart and destroys the thing so uh-huh. much so that Martin Short fires him. Who does Martin Short ring in? So you didn't ask him what was it Nathan Lane that he did call? No, he called um he called no, he called fucking Mel Brooks, man. Mel Brooks, that's it. And Mel Brooks you, appeared on yeah, the fucking You didn't you're, ask him for his opinion on yeah. something, did you? <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> Mel Brooks gotta be ninety something now, man. Yeah. Still that, rolling that, again, comedy. What what a get. I did see an article a while back with John Hoffman, the executive producer, the creator of the show, along with Steve Martin, and he said, we have this list of people all saying, can I get on the show? This is, And clearly among that were Mel Brooks and... Well, th- yeah, Mel you're Street. right, actually, because it's like, imagine that. You're doing a show where people are... Cl- this is like the... Um, who's that fucking director who we hate that everyone wants to work with him? Oh, um, Thomas, uh, Terrence Malick? Terrence Malick, yeah. right? For some reason, everyone wants to work with him on the most boring fucking movies yeah. ever. I know I said it. Right? No, no, so, I'm right there with you. I know. But this here, this is actually fun. So I can see why people turn That's why Meryl Streep turned up, yo. She's like, word. And she's not in it just a little bit. I would have thought, you know, Meryl Streep's in it for an episode. A little bit like Matthew Broderick. No, she's like no, she's integral. four or five episodes. Absolutely. She's an integral player. And a big piece each time. So yeah. it's like, yeah, this is really cool. I said, Look, I gave, uh, I said Charles Hayden isn't in it as much. She does have that pretty great bit where he goes to the white room or what do they call it? That, that was very, yeah, that was so funny. Like, I assume that is a thing in in theatre or, or the like or do they make it up yeah, yeah if you know. are a real actor let us know because I'd never heard of it before but if you're doing any funny. kind of performance you can really relate to it you're like oh my god I'm fucked up yeah. <laughs> I don't know what but you happens. don't go to your happy place you yeah. know sort of what it's not fucking <laughs> uh, so Billy, Billy Madison yes, you lose your fucking <laughs> consciousness that's quite funny so yeah so I, I love the streetness so Paul Rudd for him to turn up and be an asshole in the show which is what he's doing playing against type playing yep. against type that's quite funny the fact that he dies in the first episode but then comes back to life but then comes back Hence to life the, that was the spoiler I was talking about for the very first episode exactly so now because it's called only murders in the building it literally has to be about a murder that happened in, in the, the building, building. if so he died on stage he technically couldn't get podcasted about but then later on he died in the building so now we're good I reckon <laughs> no podcaster worth their salt would have any hesitation in expanding beyond Absolutely. the building <laughs> Because they even say it in the show, they say, well, unfortunately, he didn't die in the building, so we can't podcast about it. I'm, I'm like, like yeah, it's that's fucked. not a real podcast. It's a, it's a murder that happened around you. Expand the brief. Everything is content. Exactly. Only murders around the three of us pricks. Exactly. <laughs> Only murders I heard about. Fuck it. We'll change the show. No, that's fine. Uh, so, yes, that was cool. 
I don't know how I feel, but I guess I wanted more Paul Rudd, but he, t- he turns up in flashbacks, but he's not very likable, so you're used to Paul Rudd being likable. So Yeah, but I think he did it quite he, convincingly. No, he, did, he, did, he did very well. So, so again, another, another good get, and I appreciate that. And, and for these stars like Mel Street and Paul Rudd, you know, their time is pretty precious, so... Exactly. Actually, I think it's the thing, though, right? If everyone's clamoring to get on the show, mm. I bet you it's like, listen, it's not a high-paying show. And they're like, fine, I want to hang out with it. Yeah. yeah. And also, if Meryl yeah. Streep joins the class, everyone wants to join the class. So I'll be very interested in who comes in for season four now yeah, on the basis of this uh, shooting that's happening. Why was someone trying to kill you know, Charles Hayden Savage? Like, yes. ooh, that's the fascinating part. And by the way, I'm really happy that Jane Lynch got capped because I hate that character. <laughs> like, she's... It's a bit weird. And I think that's probably now if we move on to the three mains. Please. The reason why Steve Martin, for me, other than the, the comic, comic bits we've talked about so far, didn't work as well this season. They kind of settled in with this really dead weight kind of romantic side job where he realized yes. he doesn't want to get married when he's kind of he kind of falls into it and agrees to get married i'm like that's a bit that's a bit weak i thought though very relatable if you're some <laughs> people um if you <laughs> here's what happened right towards the beginning of this episode do you want to tell me anything that you've gotten engaged uh, in no, the last I month or so no? i haven't um right. I've, I've i've yeah anyway though, here's, <laughs> the, <laughs> here's the thing right at the beginning of the show, I can't remember if it was last season or this season, he meets that the, the makeup girl, yeah, right? it was last season. Last season, sure. right? And it's seen that, oh, because she's always been in his life, she's a perfect romantic entanglement for him. Then when it comes to this new season, she's there to kind of be a suspect or a red herring, which is what happens for the yes, first couple of episodes, right? It, yeah. And then for her to become like, hey, I'm moving in. And he's like, what the fuck? It's a fish tank. And, you know, shit like that, right? No, he's initially he's like, okay, yeah, cool. Yay. And then people are like, you don't seem that happy. No, no, I'm, I'm happy. And then he thinks about it a bit more. Oh, maybe I don't want to do this. Well, that's, uh, to me, I was sitting there going, oh, so you can be an old guy living alone and want to stay that way. Life goals. I <laughs> just say. No, I'm just like, I'm, because it's never Hashtag. That, no, it's never that way. It's never that way in the movies. It's always like, man, I better quit, you know, like whatever my whole life. Anyway, so I didn't mind that at all. Okay. Whereas that that storyline didn't work much for me. It, I, I will say it didn't. It didn't. Um, yeah. It, didn't, it wasn't very funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It okay. wasn't very entertaining. Let's put it that way. I agree. Whereas Martin Short or Oliver is being the director and then Ben dies and so he has to rethink the whole thing and decides to make it into a musical and. Yes. That's quite entertaining to me. And while he's still being his caustic put down sort of self, particularly towards Charles. You know what the best bit in that was? There's, I think it was one of the first, maybe first or second episode. They're walking into the lift, the three of them, and Martin Short and Steve Martin. And Steve Martin goes, yeah, well, you know, I was amazed when you asked me to be a, a member of this cast. And then Martin Short's got a bottle of water and he goes, hang on a sec. Glug, 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 glug. Yeah. <laughs> I asked you. The you begged me. Exactly. The purposeful spit take is hilarious. <laughs> that was funny. I remember another one where it's like, Charles, this is the first good idea you've had in nine months since you went. Charles goes, I think you did. He goes, Oh, you're right. In that case, forget my last comment. See, it's that kind of shit. Their their stick back and forth is their comic timing, particularly Martin Short. You know, that's our. That's my old man goal with you. Yes. That you and me just put me foot in each other's ass when we're not, you know, well, 80 basically the podcast. Ex- exactly. On the exactly, podcast. exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to somehow live in the same building. <laughs> well, I, I think it's called a retirement home. Yeah, I think it is called that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mabel, of course, the, the third member of this triumvirate who everyone was scratching their heads like, Selena Gomez? Really? When she first came on the show? And now, just as you said before, it just fits really nicely there. Can I say this? I love the fact that she doesn't, like, that she's happy to be a bit chunky. <laughs> No, can I say it? I don't know. Is it because like there's so much pressure on everyone to be like yep. like? Because I think it's been mentioned. Like I think there's chatter about it on the internet. And there's I no pers- doubt she's put some weight on. No, but I personally love it. Like she's like this in- indie sort of goth. Not not goth. She's clearly like a, an intro- introvert or whatever, right? And to see her actually kind of have a romantic interest here, 
Because there was one scene where like she's we- she's wearing like evening clothes and her titties are sort of out, and the two guys are just talking with her, and then Ky- then they're like, "Hey, are you going out tonight? Yeah. Like, what's going on with the outfit?" She's like, "Nothing, nothing." And I'm like, "Oh, it's like it's, like, it's kind of nice." Yeah, look, I, I realize that it's a particularly for women, particularly in in the media world, it you've got to be, be very, very thin. Yeah, it must be very very difficult. Yeah, so and that, but I she's big enough, him. and I don't mean that as a joke. I know, I know. Uh, that she doesn't have to worry about such things and still get gigs. So good on her. I mean, I guess so, but like that itself is yeah uh, an achievement. But also, I just like it better. I don't know. <laughs> oh, fair, fair enough. So yeah, her having a bit of a love interest to the side, and as I was suggesting, it sort of separates them because Oliver's caught up in the Meryl Streepness and the directingness, and Charles caught up in the marriage stuff. That. And then Mabel is she's the one that's left holding the bag. Going, I want to do this fucking yes. podcast. And she does it on her own. So she starts doing it on her own. And then there's the obvious sort of, well, the boyfriend-ish, the guy she's dating comes in and he's obviously a suspect, particularly based on the first season where it was mm. Charles's girlfriend who was the killer. So, you know, plays with that a little bit, but not for too long. And then again, a little bit, he sort of disappears out of proceedings. But mm. their relationship was quite believable. And it was it was kind of fun seeing a knock around with someone else briefly. But yeah. it was it did feel like the whole time, like, no, I want the gang. And then... You get that cathartic moment once Oliver has his heart attack, which I set up very early in the season. Yes. That, uh, all right, now they're going to work together again. And I was like, yay, they're back together. That's right. And that's why this is a fun show. Because mm. it's like, just give us the moment we want. Okay, there it is. You so know? I picked very early on that when we had the video footage of him going, you're going to ruin my career. And they, they led you to believe it was the Asian-American chick. Yes. I'm like, it's the fucking biscuits. Because they made a real point of establishing. I said, it's food. Yes. He's talking to food. He gets poisoned. Yeah, yes. but no, but early on, they'd made a point of saying biscuits are his weakness. His weakness, exactly. So I'm like, I bet he was talking about biscuits. And then when my wife reminded me about that, I came out. Oh, so you picked that? Yes. I, don't, I totally thought he was talking to someone. So I'm like, oh, that's going to be it. Someone's going to have poisoned him. And then Clever. the rat poison. I thought it was the son from the get go because he wanted his production, his thing to work. Yep. But I didn't realize it was a mum who did the poisoning and then the, the, For the son son's benefit pushed him later. So yes. I got there in a roundabout kind of way, if I can put it okay, that Okay, no, that's better than I thought because I was sitting there going, well, they're totally pointing to it being Meryl Streep, so... Yeah, until she cops to it and walks away to protect, I can't yeah. remember her son's name. And then um, it's like, but they've still got like most of an episode to go. So I guess no, it was like three episodes three to episodes, that point because yeah. that, that was when Oliver had his heart attack yes. and then they started doing investigating. That's right. And they brought back the detective just to do the, the video bits. That was that was good too. Yeah. That was oh, the other good. guy, the special mention I want to give to one of the bit players is the the guy who's been a kind of a an annoyance in the background as one of the other residents of the building. Yes. Who becomes a production assistant or whatever. Yeah, the guy production. with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. He's really funny. He's he's really funny and he does a good performance when he's trying to invoke whatever like the ghost. Is, yeah, is keep the end. ghost away. Yeah. Uh, that was a good moment as well. And even the production like manager who's just like a cunt to everyone. Yes. It's just like she's like was a pretty good thing i'm like this is this is you know these are nice little sort of moments there was a great moment which the whole show set up where it's like that guy the guy with the glasses can't yeah. remember his name sorry, the <laughs> and he's like you can't give up now that despite the fact that whatever leads gone that um charles has got is it charles is gone oh yeah his his partner was going to be ben's replacement that's right but he had an anxiety attack right. and, and od'd on and he's like, you need someone who knows his back to front inside out and it focuses on oliver and he's like cut away he's the reveal of himself yep and, you know, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I did like that moment. I'll tell you something else. There's a moment where Steve Martin was supposedly like trapped in a room and he couldn't get oh, that's out. Right. He's gonna... like, thinks he's going to die. And it ended yeah. up being like 20 minutes or something. <laughs> right? And then he's talking with Mabel. And then I can't remember. He's doing some affectation of a French waiter about cheese. And it just went like way too long. And she just cuts him off. And I was like, bah! that was my big laugh for the entire nice. season. Nice. So it's good. Like, you know, Steve Martin's still funny. And to be this funny at that age. 
I saw these two live a couple of years ago, and they're hilarious. Because they've been working together since like like three amigos. Yeah, maybe and, before. And even they're they're on their real life relationship. Like he said, Martin Short said, um, the first time I went to Steve Martin's house, I saw these like fucking Matisse, like these real old masters paintings that were like worth millions of dollars in his house. And I said to him, "How did you afford this? Because I've seen your work." <laughs> and I thought that's good shit. Right? You must be pretty comfortable thinking you're going to be comfortable with someone if you're going to start criticizing exactly. them right like, off the bat. Like, thing we do as well. like that. Yeah. It is. <laughs> so I'm glad there's going to be a season four. I'll be back for it. I'm assuming you will be as well, Wayne. Yes, absolutely. And can we say, just with that cliffhanger shooty shooty thing at the mm-hmm. end, right? So supposedly Charles goes up, but it turns out to be Jane Lynch, and then she's in the bar. For whatever then, reason, she continues to dress and act like him. I think that's the gag here. Like her whole life is that Brazos, she's Brazos, stunt double. It's not exactly. Uh, then she gets shot. Presumably through the window, sniper style, yeah, whatever. There is a tinkling of glass, right? So she hits the deck, and then it's hey, whatever. And it's like, so who do we think? Do you ha- do we do we know? Is there, no is there any inkling? We but don't know so, who's killing Charles. I mean, it could be someone who's jealous of the podcast. It could be someone you know, a fan yep. who's yep. obsessed the fact with you know that they haven't put out enough content or whatever else. <laughs> or it could be something to do with the bras. I assume we're gonna go right back into his history now. And I do recall that we covered some of that in the second season mm. where his dad would leave him whatever place and would go off and bang this other do you remember all that stuff from the second season yes and you know what it would be most satisfying if it was another arconia resident that was trying to kill charles if you ask me i don't know so they would have to have left the building presumably although how is the arconia set up is it, is it i two believe it's like you oh yeah because it used to be that you could uh because he could lean out the window and see what's the name playing that's the cello right that's right because yeah. it's, it's like a you so you yep. could have someone yeah, from an okay, alternate, alternate building so there you go all right we okay. it'd be bad because she's an amusingly caustically bit character but bonnie i think it is is bonnie the um the, the, the glasses and the the, the the building super or whatever yeah she is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yep. that's the obvious choice but because she she hates him, she's like, oh, yeah. No, it can't be. Her. She's not gonna kill anyone. Nah, she's, she's just she's annoying. She's just an old fart. Yeah. yeah. So- <laughs> but it would be kind of funny if at some point that points towards her being the murderer. Oh no! It would. I that would. I'd, I'd open with that if I was them. I mean, let's face it. There we go. All right. Well, that's our review. Anything else? Nope. That's it. Our review of only murders in the building. Wayne. Anything left to do is to score it. What did you give this third season out of a hundred? As we always score on this show. I can't point to anything I hated about it, and I and I clamored to watch every episode as it dropped. So let's go with 75. Okay, yeah, I'm a little bit less, which makes sense because I found it a little less funny mm. and a little bit less satisfied with the Steve Martin thing. I was 72. 72. So, there you go. Pretty, pretty consistent. Good. There we are. That's our recommendation for Only Murders in the Building Season 3. If you've seen the show and want to let us know what you thought, please do so. And you can via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com on X at the Countdown PC. Like and follow the show through Podbean, where we host... And uh, if I may, check out my little finishing up podcast soon, The Slashes, my yeah, side man. project. It's got a couple of weeks left to run before it wraps up. It's uh, will end up being, I think it's an eight episode what's run. Dropping, what's dropping lately? What's the we've had, we're working through the 80s. So we've had 83, drop, uh, 83 drops uh, just dropped by the time this, this episode drops. Mm-hmm. And then 84 to round it out. And then we've got an epilogue episode to wrap it all up just after Halloween. Nice. So, yeah, thanks so much for joining us again today. My name is Paul. My name's Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. Doesn't get more appropriate for a Who Done It TV series than that. We'll catch you next time. See ya.